Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hello everybody and welcome to the latest edition of Red Men Bite Size. My name is Dan Club. It is Monday, August the 7th and I'm here to take you through the latest in the world of Liverpool Football Club. And we begin with a report that came from Saudi Arabian outlet al Ridiaya. And it is claiming that Mohamed Salah is of interest to Al Ittihad. The report claims that the Saudi Pro League club made an approach to sign Mohamed Salah for 60 million euros. And it goes on to say a source close to the player is claimed to have revealed that talks of Salah would suggest that he will be offered 155 million euros in wages over the course of two seasons. Now, clearly, eye-watering numbers in terms of his salary there, but what is rather, I suppose, disappointing in many senses, is a suggested fee. Now, €60 million Euros for Mohamed Salah is crazy, quite frankly. I don't understand where they've plucked that figure from, but it is not anywhere near enough to sign Mohamed Salah, of course. Not in any way, shape or form. Not even in a sense of, with the Fabinho deal a couple of weeks ago, it's like £40 million might just be about market value for someone like Fabinho, given the season he's just had, the really disappointing season he's just had. But with Salah, you talk about a player who continues to be in his prime. He's been in his prime ever since he arrived at the football club, to be honest. So I don't know where they got the figure from. But overall, I think, sort of largely speaking, it's not going to matter because... The reports were kind of dismissed from the outset in terms of Salah not being interested in the move and it was very much dismissed by his agent who in the past has been a relatively controversial figure amongst Liverpool fans and one that kind of divided opinion because he was often outspoken when it came to his clients but he tweeted this morning on the back of those reports saying if we considered leaving Liverpool Football Club this year we wouldn't have renewed the contract last summer. Mohamed remains committed to LFC. So, very much dismissing the possibility of Salah leaving the Reds this summer and heading to Saudi Pro League. But it's a proposition that, unfortunately, I don't think is going to go away anytime soon. Now, clearly, given what we've just spoken about, the chance of it happening this summer now appears to be none. Uh, very slim at worst from a Liverpool perspective. But I do think that this isn't going to go away. I think next summer we'll be having a very similar conversation, by which point Salah will be in the final year of his deal on the back of who knows what kind of season for him personally and, of course, Liverpool's respectively. Like If we're back in the Champions League, if we've competed for the Premier League, if we've won a couple of trophies, whatever it may be, and Salah's had another wonderful season, then maybe you are tempted to offer him a new deal because, as I mentioned, he's just he's still in his prime. He's still a wonderful athlete. Like His, his physical shape is absolutely immense. So... He's a bit of a different proposition than most. 
However, if those things haven't happened, Salah's had another very good season, because I don't doubt for one second that he would do. And Liverpool have fell short in whatever competition again. Maybe we've missed out on the Champions League again. If the Saudi Pro League come knocking for Mohamed Salah at that point, with a year left on his deal, maybe there's a conversation to be had in 12 months' time. But unfortunately, from our point of view, I don't think we're going to be hearing the last of um, Saudi Pro League interest in Salah because... Obviously, his ability speaks for itself. The fact he's one of the best footballers in the world is one thing. But for that league, for what they're trying to achieve, they obviously tried to get Kylian Mbappe a couple of weeks ago in terms of his stature. But you could argue that Salah would actually be a bigger coup for them in terms of what he'd bring and what he offers, obviously being being a Muslim and stuff like that. So I think this is very much the start of the Saudi Pro League trying to entice Mohamed Salah over there with all the riches of course and with the project and with what they're looking to build um, as a footballing nation so yeah unfortunately well fortunately for now Salah looks like he's going to remain at Anfield but unfortunately I think this is a conversation that will go on and on and on Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. So moving on to incoming, which is what we all want to know about and we desperately, desperately need now from a Liverpool perspective. Fabrizio Romano was speaking to Born and Red on Sunday night and he generally outlined the fact that Liverpool will still be looking to bring in two midfielders and a defender before the window closes, which I think roughly speaking is what we all think we need. I think we're all roughly in the same sort of ballpark. Like That would probably suffice in terms of a window, given that we've already signed McAllister, given that Sobers lies already through the door. I think if you then add two more midfielders and a young centre-back who can be part of the rotation with Matip Gomez, Van Dijk and Canate, I think we'd be relatively happy and content with that. Who they are still remains somewhat of a mystery. The only one we do know Liverpool are very much interested in, of course, is Romeo Lavia. Now, that third bid, that elusive third bid, is yet to land, it looks like. It appears as though, despite reports at the back end of last week suggesting the third bid was imminent, I don't think it's gone in just yet. There's been no reports to it being rejected. Maybe they're still deliberating over it. Who knows? But Liverpool have had a £37 million bid turned down, then a £42 million bid turned down as well. The third one, I think should be happening at the start of this week, you would imagine. Now, I spoke to Belgian journalist Sasha Tavlieri to get his take on the situation and what could happen this week. Um, and he wasn't sort of forthcoming with details on this occasion. He was very very busy um, by the sounds of it. But he did say to me that it would be an intense week when it came to Romeo Lavia. So... There's still work to be done, quite clearly. He could be an action for Southampton on Tuesday night. They've placed Gillingham in the Carabao Cup, which, of course, if he does play, means he'd be cup-tied for that particular competition, which will be another sort of kick in the teeth for Liverpool in their pursuit, I guess, if you wanted him to play in the, in the Carabao Cup, of course, that is, which you would imagine they would do. So, one to keep an eye on in terms of that. He didn't play, of course, on Friday night for Southampton in their 2-1 win. So... It's a difficult one. I think the fact he didn't play is actually a positive for Liverpool. James Ward-Prowse, who's been linked to a move away, did play. So definitely some plus points to take there. But in terms of movement on the Lavia front, we are very much where we are last week. It appears as though, in terms of green light, he's agreed to come to Liverpool. Liverpool definitely wants him. Personal terms won't be an issue. 
it's just all about finding that fee and then obviously completing the formalities and the medical and stuff like that which hopefully can be done this week because as things stand Liverpool are heading into the first Premier League game of the season against Chelsea without a recognised number six and it looks like it will be Curtis Jones filling that void which short term I think we can all just about make peace with and be okay with that but anything beyond sort of the first two weeks of the season becomes a genuine problem it really does uh, and, that, and that goes for you know, even Thiago, Thiago and second by Jessic return to fitness in terms of getting back on the training field over the weekend. Two viable options to play that role. But for me, one of them's 18 years old and not played loads of football. I'm returning from an injury. The other one, you'd probably say past his peak, certainly in terms of his fitness with Thiago. Incredible footballer on his day, one we all love to watch. But one you can really rely on to be a six for you for any prolonged period of time. I'm not so certain. And both of them need football as well. You know, at time of recording, Liverpool faced Darmstadt tonight at Deepdale. And it'd be interesting to see if they get minutes there. If they were to get good minutes there, who knows? They could well be involved for the weekend trip to Stamford Bridge. But I'd be very surprised, very, very surprised if either of them featured heavily in either of those fixtures, to be honest. It feels like there's some some weeks away from that yet. So, yeah, Lavia remains the, the main priority and the main lad on the list when it comes to Liverpool and their transfer recruitment. There's been reports over the weekend about Aurelien Schuermeni and Bundesliga giants Bayern Munich looking for a summer move for him. Real Madrid are interesting one amongst all of this because clearly we know they want Kylian Mbappe if they can make that deal happen. If they've got the money to facilitate it, remains very much up in the air. If they were to be open to selling Schuermeni, it's a player Liverpool have done the groundwork on before. And a player we know would come in straight away and be a bit of a game changer, really, for the Reds in that midfield. So something to be done there, perhaps further down the line. But Liverpool haven't got time to waste. Like we can't afford to be sitting around waiting to see if Truman becomes available. And the same could be said for Van Gravenberg as well at Bayern Munich. Player we like a lot. Player we wanted when he was at Ajax. Player that ticks loads of boxes for us. And we know he's not particularly happy with the situation in Bayern. But... Can you really afford to wait for two weeks' time just for him to turn around and say, oh, by the way, I'm staying at Bayern Munich? We can't, quite frankly. We need to get one player through the door immediately and be working very, very quickly on whoever the second one may be. We don't have the luxury of waiting around for moving parts just to slot into place. It's not not what we've afforded ourselves in this transfer window. Um, however you want to explain that, whoever you want to blame for that, that's fine. But we are where we are and we just need to sort of work on solutions now and it needs to happen very, very quickly. As for Defender, who knows? There's no names sort of springing to mind after Levi Colwell obviously became very much unavailable with his new contract at Chelsea. The Defender situation remains up in the air and it feels as though if we are going to sign Defender, it might be a little bit of a left field one. There was links earlier in the window to Mark Gahey. They've quietened down dramatically in recent weeks, so... I think if we do end up bringing the defender through the door and there's reports over the weekend about Nat Phillips leaving, which may facilitate that move even more, it would be a bit of a surprise signing potentially and one we've not really spoken much about. Um, anyway, I'll just quickly run through that news for you. So reports come from Saudi Arabia that Al Itihad are looking to take Mohamed Salah to the Saudi Pro League for £60 million and obviously astronomical wages, £155 million in two years for the Egyptian those reports have been dismissed by Salah's agent, basically reaffirming his commitment to the club and the project here at Liverpool, which is brilliant news. Um, Fabrizio Romano was speaking over the weekend as well. He said Liverpool would still like to bring in two midfielders and defender if that was possible. 
and Romeo Lavia. We are expecting an intense week in the pursuit of Romeo Lavia. Anyway, that is your bite-sized news for today. Uh, I will speak to everybody again very, very soon. If you haven't already, make sure you check out our new limited edition book, Bobby Firmino, Best in the World. That's available on redmenmerch.com. So check that out. It is incredible. If you want more content in your ears and for your eyes, make sure you head to redmenplus.com, sign up as a captain or a legend, and get involved there. We've got you covered from every every possible angle as the Reds head into a new Premier League campaign. Until next time, I'll speak to you again soon. Take it easy. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware.